Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Scoreboard. My name is Jane, and I'm here with my good friend. Can you introduce yourself for us? Hi, my name is Jessica Waka. I'm, I'm a fourth-year medical student, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for giving your time, and I'm looking forward for this conversation. Uh, it's a lot of craziness that's going on, Black Lives Matter movement and the coronavirus going on. And we all know that it's hitting the Black community the hardest. So I, don't, I know you have a crazy, hectic schedule. Have you had any time to like be out there and protest with the people? Yes, absolutely. Um, I had the opportunity a couple of weeks ago to join other doctors, medical providers, and people in the community that really care about this issue to march in downtown Seattle and just really let people know that we do stand with um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. Um, we talked about that, and let's let's fast forward a little bit, and let's talk about why the coronavirus is hitting the Black community the hardest. What's the reason? And I'd like to hear your input on that. You know, there are a lot of reasons for that, but I think something that the coronavirus has done is it's really exposed a lot of the issues that we already had in society. So we mm -hmm. already know that due to racism, um, Black Black people often don't have the same access to treatment that other people do. And then mm -hmm. when you have something like the coronavirus, where we're telling everyone that the safest thing that you can do is stay home, stay away from other people, really try to quarantine, that simply was not possible for a lot of black and brown people because they were doing these essential jobs. And so we mm -hmm. saw a situation where black and brown people who were doing essential jobs had to be out there. They were the front line. And then they already had comorbidities at a higher rate, oftentimes due to poor access to medical care. And so when you put those two things together, it's like a perfect storm. And now COVID, it looks like it's hitting black people the worst, but it's because mm -hmm. of the underlying race, racial problems that we have in society. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we have definitely seen that because you think about social workers and they all have to be out there to take care of what the people on top to run their business and all that stuff. And yeah, it's a little bit unfair. We know that they don't they get they don't have the best health care, but they have to do what they have to do for their family. I respect that, but it sucks that they have to put their life online just to make money to make ends meet for them family. It sucks. Um, Another thing I would love to get your opinion on is something I notice a lot is black women are dying at a higher rate given birth than white people. And people are saying that, oh, because they don't have the money and this, this, and that. We know that's not true because Serena Williams had a, a serious health condition given birth, Beyonce, and so on, so on, a lot of wealthy black people. So why is the reason black people are not taken serious when it comes to giving birth in this country? So there are lots of reasons, and it's actually really scary. If you look at the data, um, if an African woman comes over here, right, to the United States, within one generation, her children will have these same issues. So you can't say that it's because, oh, um, it's only happening because um, they're Black. It's happening because they're Black and they're here. We know that it's an issue in the United States, that black women are three to four times more likely to die in childbirth. And that's a ridiculous statistics. And we know that a lot of this issue is not being taken seriously when they're in the hospital. If you read the story of what happened to Serena Williams, you know, mm -hmm. it's horrible. 
We also know that when black women um, talk to their physicians, a lot of times their pain is not taken seriously. There have been studies out there that you can look up where they even interviewed first and second year um, white medical students and they thought that black people feel less pain. And there are a lot of theories that believe that perhaps um, there's a weathering on black women's DNA that because of all this societal racism. So there are lots of issues at play. And if you're a black woman, it's really, really important to find a physician that listens to you, that cares about your healthcare history and that takes you seriously. Okay, uh, I wanna like, add a little bit thing. What about people who don't have that good healthcare, who don't have that ability to go to these good doctors and these good hospitals? What ways can they help them, themselves when it comes to childbirth and, and, and their money situation? I think that's a huge um, issue. And one of the best things you can do is really be honest with yourself before you even get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Start reading up on the things that are important for a healthy pregnancy, and then make sure that you keep a log and that you keep good notes whenever you are able to see your physician. And if you ever ask them to do a test because you know your body and you're saying, huh, I feel like something's not right, and they say, no, they're not gonna do that, ask them to write that down in, their, in your chart. And a lot of times physicians will say, okay, wait a minute, and realize that you know a little bit more about your history than they do. Wow, that's, that's a good enlightenment. I hope it really, um, people listening will help them out. And another thing I wanna end on is masks. People are making masks like a political movement. From you, is masks working or not working? I think that masks are working. And you know, as a medical student, I really love data. And mm -hmm. I really like Dr. Fauci and I love reading about how when we see people use masks and what we know about masks is that we need 80 to 90% of the population to use them in an area for it to be effective. What masks do is that they make sure that I'm not putting my particles on you and you're not putting your particles on me. And people say, oh, does that really work? When it's a really cold day and you go outside and you see that vapor, that's the yeah. vapor that I'm trying to keep from me <laughs> getting to you, yeah. right? So it yeah. makes sense that if I can do six feet of distancing and uh -huh. wear a mask, that I'm at least going to reduce the risk of that transmission. And I know mm -hmm. that it feels uncomfortable for some people to wear a mask, but a joke mm -hmm. that we have in the hospital is it's better than being intubated. If Hello. you don't want someone who doesn't even usually have to do that because we're caught we're pulling personnel from all over right mm -hmm. if you don't want someone who has only done one or two intubations to be doing that for you i think it's a small price to pay all right we're gonna end on that note <laughs> like my favorite doctor on grace anatomy say it's a beautiful day to save lives wear your mask thank you <laughs> thank you for your time <laughs> i <really> love it <laughs> how is seattle by the way how's the weather because out here it's hot um, it's been actually really warm, which is weird for us over here. Okay. It's been nice, which I enjoy because it's usually gray in Aberdeen. So I've been enjoying it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. All right. You're welcome.